I definitely felt there was something wrong with me. You know, those days when everyone feels that, <laughs> like teenagers, early teenage years. As it turns out, I had something more wrong with me than usual because I would never, I could, could never just stop with one relationship. It just didn't trigger those things in me that trigger the most monogamous mm -hmm. people. listening to This Polyamorous Life, collecting the stories and the struggles and triumphs of non-monogamous people wherever I find them. I'm Reg, and this week, you'll be hearing a conversation I had with Balash. Balash I met when I was on vacation in Dublin, Ireland. When Balash decided to pursue polyamory in his native Hungary, there was no community to talk to, so he started his own. Balash first founded the polyamory group in Hungary, then did it again in Galway, Ireland. Now living in Dublin, he helps run the polyamory meetup group there. Welcome to This Polyamorous Life. Um, <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, you're very welcome. Uh, let's start with um, what is your name and uh, what sort of non-monogamy do you pursue in your life? Um, yep, my name is uh, Balázs Balog. Um, I'm originally from Hungary, hence the the weird name. <laughs> um, and I would, well, this, this is like a hard question to begin with. Like, just define the the, the ideal relationship structure you have in mind, uh, just like that. <laughs> as a first question, um, <laughs> well. I, I mean, if you want, if you want to just yep. say polyamory, and then we can elaborate later. That's that's fine too. But whatever you like to say. Uh, I, yeah, I'm definitely polyamorous. I would say I tend to lean more towards like polyfidelity and uh, these long-term uh, deals with uh, like finite and well-defined uh, kinds of partners. But it fluctuates around a bit, as usual, as like any relationship, not just poly ones, but like any other ones so yeah i think that would be my main main focus with polyamory okay okay cool so so polyfidelis what, what is that what does that mean to you exactly to me it basically it means um it's very hard to draw a line between this and other forms of polyamory okay. so whatever definition i give i realize it could come off as artificial or you know even derogatory to some other forms of polyamory which would you know people would claim that oh we do this and still we don't yeah. claim to be uh, in polyfidelity but um, how I would put it is uh, that it would be the same kind of relationship just multiple times so basically the same relationship structure as you would have in a monogamous relationship just more of them like numerically okay. and i'm not a fan of the the tiered relationships like primary versus secondary mm -hmm. and so on um i'm not really a fan of this um nebulous uh you know scantily defined or i don't know if that's the right <laughs> word um uh, things that you know it's it's all up in the air i realize some people like that yep. and especially like that i'm just not that kind of person yeah yeah okay so so you said that you you don't like um hierarchy 
you don't like hierarchical polyamory mm, not really yeah. okay. no because i think some well this is like i must preface everything i say yeah. here as this is like just this is just, strict, this is just you it's uh, not personal opinion yeah, of, yeah. yeah exactly because i realized that you know this is all very subjective mm -hmm. but um yeah i think hierarchical poly polyamory uh, someone loses out there mm. someone always unless it's like a theoretical ideal situation which is like very rare mm. as or all theoretical stuff are uh someone is being shortchanged and someone's having their rights uh you know tread mm -hmm. upon or or someone is drawing the short straw basically descriptive tiers or levels of relationship can and do in most cases in fact form of course mm. because uh that's my current setup actually i do have a wife and two kids with her mm -hmm. And I also have a partner since a few months. And of course, they can't be on the same level in the sense that, you know, like you put it, like I have a mortgage with one, I have a bank account with one, and mm. I go on dates with the other. But the, the, in the way I approach this is if we stay together for this long a time, which is like above 10 years now with my wife, mm um with this secondary or so to yeah, so-called yeah, yeah, secondary yeah, partner yeah, yeah. Th then we would probably be around the same level yeah. by now and then so my, my main issue is with uh, with what you would call a prescriptive mm -hmm. uh, system is that it kind of traps the the secondary partner at the secondary level if that makes mm -hmm. sense not necessarily but i think it just has this power to just trap that person there with no way to be you know promoted again with like air quotes <laughs> around it yeah, uh, yeah. to to uh, to primary level that's that's my main issue with it but of course like in real life you will always have relationships of a varying degree and 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 depth and all, all of that yeah for sure so yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense so the theme for this season of this polyamorous life it's it's our first season so we're looking at beginnings um so i want to know mm -hmm. a bit about uh how did you decide um or discover that you were non-monogamous or or you know how what was that like for you and and when did that happen um this happens Actually, I, I couldn't really pinpoint it when, when it all began, but I definitely felt there was something wrong with me um, from like, you know, those days when everyone feels that <laughs> like teenagers, early teenage years. And uh, as it turns out, I had something more <laughs> wrong with me uh, than usual uh, because I would never I could could never just, you know, stop with one relationship or it just didn't trigger those things in me that triggered in most monogamous mm -hmm. people and i couldn't really apply uh, uh um a label on this or, or have a name for it i didn't have i didn't know about polyamory as a concept or as a community or as a movement mm -hmm. until very much later on um and well i'm not proud but uh, back in the days you know I, I didn't have the tools to deal with it and I would sometimes cheat on my partners mm -hmm. and I had multiple partners in parallel without them knowing about each other. Mm -hmm. um, 
but as soon as I learned about the concept, uh, I suddenly could, uh, which was actually in, in a webcomic of all oh, places. Okay. It was, I think, um, oh my God, I should have <laughs> prepared for this better. I wouldn't be able to recall it. It was um, questionable content, I think. Okay, uh, sure. There was like a minor character in like a, a non-important sure. dialogue, just dropped the word. Sure, I and I just looked That's it up. That's awesome. I've been reading questionable content for a very long time myself. So, yeah, actually, they yeah they they just approached so many of these issues like uh, trans questions and mm -hmm. whatnot. A lot of them, and it's it's great that they just. Uh, I assume a lot of uh, similarly confused people just found their label right in mm -hmm. there. Um, and I looked it up, and then from then on, you know, I I knew that this was what's going on with me and. Um, that's easily like 12 years ago, even more, I would say. Yeah, definitely more. Around when I was 20, 21, something like that. And I'm 35 now, so mm -hmm. quite some time ago. <laughs> so you found this word. What happened next? Yeah, um, I, uh, I was already together with my now wife, then girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a talk about it, and because uh, we went through a lot of ups and downs mm -hmm. uh, in our uh, relationship before this, uh, because of this, um, by then I wouldn't cheat, but I would do like approach it in this serial monogamy way that I would always break up with her as soon as I became interested in someone else, because you know that's the recipe we have. That's that's the accepted way of dealing with it because if you would still love the the person then you wouldn't have noticed anyone else that's the that's the catchphrase or, yeah. or, or whatever yeah, yeah. so but uh, yeah that's that was obviously not valid in my uh, in my case so uh, there were there were i think two cases where i broken up with her for someone else but as soon as that was over and she actually figured out how I work, how my, you know, my emotions work, how my brain mm -hmm. works. And, and she was already aware of this tendency after some uh, time. And she would just wait until it, it ended and we, you know, we, we'd be back together right after because I never stopped loving her. I still love her. So it's, it was just a matter of time and a matter of like logistics as, you know. <laughs> mundane as it sounds <clears throat> and uh, yeah so I sat down with her and we had this talk uh, about like uh, polyamory as a concept and uh, I think she was as relieved as me when <laughs> we identified this and uh, she was immediately on board with the whole concept because it was just strictly better than anything else we'd done up until then mm -hmm. so yeah, and uh, I think that's one of the strongest foundations of our marriage now and our our still going on relationship. It's it's been wow. Uh, we haven't been married for so long, but in total, I think we've been together for like thirteen years now. Mm -hmm. And again, seeing how I'm th thirty five, that's quite a bit. That's <laughs> like third of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, um, and yeah, and I think she even subscribes to the same mindset herself, okay. but she defines herself more as like, a, you know, an ally of sorts, if we have that in polyamory, I'm not sure. Um, she's not 
as outgoing or as social or i would put it like even less social and less outgoing as mm-hmm. me um so she didn't yet have a polyamorous partner of her own but i'm i'm just pushing her for that <laughs> like trying to to get her into the the active lifestyle but she was always very on board with with my partners and uh, she gets to know them usually if uh, it passes that threshold that's the big step when you no longer introduce your new girlfriend to your parents but your <laughs> wife that's a, a uniquely polyamorous moment yep. <clears throat> and uh, yeah and uh, we had this little polyamorous cell which was our relationship and i realized that we didn't have anything more complex in hungary where i lived at the at the time and that led me to found the the hungarian polyamorous uh group or meet well we didn't have a meetup group per se yeah. but uh it was just a facebook group when uh when it was founded uh that was in 2010 and we grew from there because i w- realized that this is not a unique thing there must be these types of like grassroots movements or, or cells uh all scattered around the country and that turned out to be right and we actually uh joined uh another group that was founded in 2014 in parallel with us we didn't really know about each other and then we just fused into what what is now the, the f- like the final form of the the hungarian polyamory uh group facebook group. <laughs> that's awesome yeah uh yeah, yeah. That, that, that's like i guess that's what you meant by by the oral history like these are the, the beginnings, truly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, <laughs> at in least some like ways, locally. Yeah, like, uh, I'm interested in both personal stories, because that's uh, like for your own personal relationships and things, but also like, you know, we've got a bunch of organizations that have started up in the last decade or so, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that are, um, you know, we're doing our best to sort of change the, the, um, way that people think about relationships um you know so that monogamy doesn't have to be the the um you know this thing that people don't even talk about that it's just the assumption is you know the um i think a thing that that hopefully will even for non-polyamorous people i think it will make uh the world better just for people to like have to take a moment and consider (laughs) yeah yeah, and that's that's a, a very often revisited point uh, in our meetups uh, that that comes up a lot. That nothing, and literally nothing, that we talk about in our meetups and about polyamory is strictly strict can be strictly applied to just polyamory. Mm-hmm. It can only benefit any kind of relationship if you apply this this communication tips and rules and uh, just how to you know lead your life in uh in a monogamous relationship it can only benefit from that so it's this is not nothing unique to just a, a niche category or just a small number of people i think this can be globally beneficial to everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the sort of skills that you gain <laughs> the yeah, yeah the, emo- the yeah. like emotional intelligence Pra- like the practice with emotional intelligence is kind of the thing that you get yes that when you put it like that that's better a bit because otherwise it would claim like we have some sort of like some kind of intelligence or some higher form of intelligence which others don't which is like 
the bad way yeah, to approach yeah, no. it this is like practice like you have like you have put it like we've been i think exposed to just more situations or just more time in r these relationship situations mm -hmm. so we have more tools to deal with them i guess yeah yeah <laughs> i hope so <laughs> yeah <laughs> um cool so all right you're now living in ireland so um yes. wh why why'd you move to ireland um it was uh, for a job so it was entirely financially motivated okay. and uh, but i fully uprooted my life so this was a very you know uh, all or nothing move so i moved the whole family with me and um we start we, we kind of started a new life okay. here um so i left uh, this hungarian group uh behind mm -hmm. and uh, the place i moved to uh, in ireland is uh it was galway and uh, that's on the the west mm -hmm. coast of Ireland. And um, while it's uh, fairly a big city itself, uh, at the time, it didn't have uh, a polyamory uh, meetup going. The uh, only one I think that was going at the time was in uh, Dublin, okay. uh, the capital. And uh, that prompted me to uh, start another <laughs> group there. <laughs> so I just... That's what I'm doing. I'm just moving cities and 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 uh, starting meetup groups just to have one. Basically, that was my only motivation, just to just to have have the community. Mm -hmm. uh, it was going on fairly well for a few few years, uh, two years while I was there, mm -hmm. and um, it admittedly had very limited uh, attendance sometimes mm -hmm. um, for various reasons. And this is like another topic that leads. Far, well, I think. yeah. So, yeah. There's so. I mean, you you've mentioned before to me um, about the there's you know cultural differences obviously between Hungary and Ireland. So, yeah. so uh, is this is that what you're referring to? Uh, yeah, because in um, yeah, like this is something difficult to talk about because I um, I would readily ad readily admit that I don't really have very deep knowledge of Irish culture okay. so I, I you know I'm hesitant to just you know make claims here or, or anything but okay. how I perceived things is that um, Ireland has this these Catholic roots mm -hmm. which uh, makes these things uh, anything basically devi deviating from the norm again uh, with air quotes around mm -hmm. it um, to you know to be open about it and 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 to be you know to pursue anything like that and while in hungary our group was like very um we were trying to be as visible as possible and so you know it was traditional as any other group would we seeked out uh, the largest crowd the best uh, publicity options and whatnot and i arrived in ireland and uh, just publicly uh, put out the the first uh, meetup parameters like where it would be and when and immediately I got a message like take this down like right now because if the pub gets wind that you are going to host like an alternative relationship style group meetup in their premises that would be like bad publicity for them and um, you know what what could happen we could be like banned from there and whatnot so it all had to be very hush hush and mm -hmm. um yeah and uh it would um actually it's 
I, I would have to just refer to it as like the usual place and then just hand out the details and like personal messages or it would act as a in a, in a um, invitational kind of deal where someone who's already been there invited a new member and you know, it would be word of mouth mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i guess that was one of the main reasons that kept us a small mm-hmm. group but it's um, on the west coast it's uh, i don't think there's such a large community as as in dublin and that's another factor that led to dublin being the hub mm-hmm. really for for the public community in ireland mm-hmm. so are you still in galway or are you have it sounded like you've moved yeah i did after two years i moved to dublin okay. and uh, i could finally join the like the established group the, like the <laughs> group that was going on and had its uh, had its community uh, all figured out by okay. now uh, but to be fair, like Dublin is a two million, a city of two million, and Galway is like I don't know, two hundred thousand, something mm. like that. So in, in the hundreds of thousands, right. so a, a magnitude of difference. So I, di- I didn't want to badmouth Galway in the in the sense that oh, there are no poly people in the west of Ireland. Of course there are. It's just yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and since then I'm here in Dublin. Cool. Is the Galway community still existing at all, or? Um, or you know, was it the sort of thing that it needed, it needed really. you to to be pushing it, or or what? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Okay. It's yeah. So let me lead it by saying that it it doesn't exist at the moment. But I'm not sure that it doesn't exist because I left. Okay. So it was a bit dwindling by the time I left uh, already. Mm-hmm. So. It's not like my personal charm was what no. held things <laughs> no. together, and now it's it's all gone that I left. Um, I could see it popping up later mm-hmm. on. Uh, it just uh, takes a certain kind of um, uh, like definitely there needs to be a leadership, a local leadership that pulls things together, and uh, people can just join up to something. You know, it's it's hard to just form up around nothing basically and just do those first steps. Uh, to, to just get a, a community started um, it's much easier if you have the the core and then everything can just add up to that uh, people are I think more keen on on joining already established things than being the 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 actual first building blocks of something completely new mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a thing that we've uh, seen here is you know we have the people there's the people who come out to our events and then there are still other people in the community who are practicing some forms of polyamory, just maybe, um, you know, and it's kind of like we want them to come out to the communities because we hear stories about, you know, people, um, you know, getting unicorn hunted and stuff like that and um, and having bad experiences and stuff. But like they don't come to our events, so we don't talk to them because we barely know they exist in that, in that way. So, I you know, I kind of wonder how, if there's, you know, people who just don't necessarily see the need for the the community feeling you know what i mean yeah and it's definitely that because that's what i see because i think we're almost a thousand strong i don't want to give any false info so let me just check it real quick but um yeah almost just about a thousand strong in the polyamory island group and there's just a very defined subset of people coming to the actual meetups Mm -hmm. and i'm sure there's lots of very unique stories buried there Mm -hmm. in the like in the members who are inactive in the sense Mm -hmm. that they don't actually do face-to-face meetups there could be a number of reasons for that i'm sure that 
the the whole western coast and Galway community is in mm -hmm. there they're joined up right here they just couldn't you know uh, attend for geographical mm -hmm. reasons um, I always found this weird and I ran into poly people especially when I uh, I was dating because I being you know in the the administration of the group mm -hmm. I didn't want to date the group members that would be you know uh, an imbalanced power set up from the beginning okay and uh, so I I dated people who uh, identified as poly but I didn't see in the group yet and I always ask those people like why haven't you like there's just a thousand strong group right there mm -hmm. there's the community and you never thought to join maybe because you know I'm just thinking from my own point mm -hmm. of view and I was so glad when I found out there's a community and I could finally join mm -hmm. that I just can't really you know wrap my head around how they couldn't make use of such a such a resource which it is mm -hmm. um yeah uh yeah i don't really have an answer <laughs> for this it's just yeah made me wonder oh yeah, yeah so okay how did you meet your um your current do you use the word girlfriend or uh we could um i prefer partner, partner. But okay so your your current your current yeah. is it is it current non-nesting partner is that is that accurate? Yes, that's yes, that would be okay. accurate. Exactly. So, so yeah, um, how'd you meet your current non-nesting partner? Well, you remember how I said that uh, as as a group admin, I don't date from the right. group. Right. So, so well, how did that work? I met her. I met her at the group. <laughs> um, no, actually, yeah. Um, well, obviously, I wouldn't like intentionally um, date. Some, like, I don't know how to put this best, but <laughs> it didn't start out as like a dating kind of situation mm -hmm. but obviously as as we've attended the 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 group events and the the meetups we just you know mm -hmm. the chemistry just formed and it was there and after a, a while it couldn't be denied and then <laughs> we just decided to give in and just go on a date and it's been going on since <laughs> that's awesome yeah. yeah 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 for um it's funny this is um, what, what you're talking about there, the, the not wanting to date people in the group and all that, um, is a thing that I've been, like, I've had uh, conversations with some other people about that very thing. Um, the, there's uh, one of the other interviews as well, because it's, it's the sort of thing you find yourself in a position of power, but you also want to, you know, meet people and go on dates and all that. And you're, um, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a uh, tricky, yeah, definitely a tricky situation. And um this is this has very much to do with just um making the group a safe space with all positive and negative connotations of of that word mm -hmm. um but i think in this context for for this uh, type of scenario and especially regarding the this uh, whole difficulty of uh, coming out with something like this in ireland because of the whatever reasons um there very much needs to be uh, a safe space for this so people should be able to attend such a such a meetup such a group uh, event without having to be prepared to be haunted so to say mm -hmm. or uh, you know solicited with uh, offers of dates and and whatnot left and right, right which can uh, otherwise it's it could very well happen for sure uh, because yeah 
Um, I w I'm not saying this is like a very real issue. We don't really have to cut back too much mm -hmm. on this. So, uh, but this is a big group and lots of things happen. Mm -hmm. um, so we really need to keep things under control. Mm -hmm. um, and we're very strict about this. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the main reason that, you know, we have to be uh, in the 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 admins, uh, we have to be uh, foremost example yeah. for for this, and it wouldn't be it would it would be very um, hypocritical to you know hit on the group members ourselves, and then it would just be like uh, yeah, I want to go <laughs> yeah, there. It, yeah, it would yeah, be very <laughs> okay. Um, it, yeah, yeah, cool. So, um, do, do you have uh, do you have a story about like? What are some negative things? Because because you you talk about you know, you know Irish culture being more conservative, um, you know certainly more Catholic than in 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 Hungary. Did, uh, have you had yeah. um, have you actually had any like backlash moments or anything like that or or um, you know? Hmm. Yeah, not not in Ireland and, and and not in Hungary either. I would say okay. so. It's uh, there were. I, I never felt a pushback from like the system or um or like some deep rooted um mindset of the people that I would have to, you know, go against. Mm -hmm. So any kind of pushback or um atrocity or something like that would be very personal and very, you know, interpersonal. So it would be mm -hmm. with uh people I knew who wouldn't um accept this or mm -hmm. uh family members or uh, stuff like that so it's not nothing uh, systemic yeah and w which is a good yeah, thing yeah I how think. did your family feel when you like I, I i don't know maybe i'm i'm over stretching here are you out to your family let's start with that uh i yeah i am and for the longest time i wasn't but after some time it just became more you know sensible to to tell them because they would be uh when i uh, started to have uh longer relationships uh like secondary ones as as uh, we would put it mm -hmm. um then i felt that i would need to uh loop them in and uh, my father was mostly okay uh what i think was and still to an extent is a bit of an alien concept to him is how all this is uh, ethical or how this is all consensual mm -hmm. because he kind of accepted that I date more people but he still has to be reminded that my wife knows about <laughs> this <laughs> which can lead to just more more of a funny situation than a concerning one but you know um, uh -huh. yeah he just asks a few times like do we need to keep this a secret right. or and, and i'm like no everyone knows this. that's the yeah, whole yeah, point yeah. keeping it a secret is and yeah against the 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 idea yeah yeah that would be against the the basic tenets <laughs> here um my mother was a tougher uh, deal and i i don't really know why because i d didn't really have a strict upbringing in any sense of the mm -hmm. word so I don't know where this uh, kind of this morality-based argument from her uh, really came from, but uh, she was quite upset when she learned about mm -hmm. this, um, you know, um, citing things that she didn't 
bring me up to be this or uh, mm -hmm. which i guess a lot of people practicing anything um alternative or unusual or well yeah, you know yeah. non-standard again yeah. air quotes all around sure. um would have uh, been faced with such arguments and and uh, you know le uh, lashing out from from parents yeah. um and uh yeah i think she came around uh i think what this uh, might have um uh, branched out from is um that she was afraid that i would mistreat or um uh, disrespect my wife mm -hmm. and uh i think as time went on and she just saw that this wasn't the case mm -hmm. and she was all right with all this mm -hmm. like truly I think that's that put her mind at ease and now she's she's very accepting and i actually am just about to take a trip home uh with uh my secondary partner for the first oh, time cool yeah and uh and i just told her like a few days ago and she was very on board with the whole, the whole thing so that's that's where we've arrived in a, in a few years yeah yeah, that's, yeah that's really that's really exciting so you've had the meet the wife moment and now is the meet the parents moment <laughs> uh, we'll see if that actually, you know, in like in its physical reality, if that becomes okay. a thing. But they definitely know that I'm traveling with my uh, secondary partner now, and okay. they might meet okay. her, and they're all right with that. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for coming on this polyamorous life. I have one more thing to ask you. I've all been right. asking everyone to pick a to pick a song or other media to uh to talk about yeah because yeah, we um yeah uh yeah that has some uh yeah i do it's um i always had uh, savage gardens affirmation in mind as like a, a very much poly song because let me just look up the lyrics there is one line in it that just puts it right there um yeah, uh, verse two, they say, I believe that trust is more important than monogamy. It doesn't get more poly <laughs> than that. That's just straight up. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> Coming out. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much. For that. Thanks, Emilia, for yeah. having me. been listening to this polyamorous life sponsored by windsor polyamory please like rate and review the show at those usual places if you are listening and on twitter let me know i'm at life polyamorous i'd love to hear from you to help out the show financially go to patreon.com slash this polyamorous life everyone who donates no matter how small will get their name in the podcast this show was put together by me reg robson with some editing help from aaron christmas a big thanks goes to Balash for coming on the show this week. I'll be back with another conversation for you in seven days. We are preparing for the Windsor Pride Fest Parade. I'm here at the corner of Ottawa and Argyle in Windsor, Ontario. And we are with Windsor Polyamory. And we're going to have an awful lot of fun in this parade.
What do you find valuable about Windsor Polyamory? It's a relaxed group of people who are enjoying each other's company and happen to have something in common. The thing that I love about Windsor Polyamory from the start, the first event that I came to, people are warm, welcoming, open, and accepting, and fun. Um, I think the entire Windsor Polyamory community is very dedicated to an authentic expression of self and to growing and learning more about each other in the world, and I think that's really valuable. Find Windsor Polyamory at windsorpolyamory.wordpress.com.